Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this wonderful Friday morning. It's another day in paradise for you and me, as Phil Collins would say, or sing rather. So, uh, but, uh, do hope everybody's doing well. It is finally the weekend. I'm sure many are rejoicing and, uh, ready to have a little fun. And, uh, don't forget though, uh, this weekend is our car and bike show weekend. So be sure to come on out and join us at Daniel Boone High School. I'll elaborate more on that uh, at the end of the devotions. But uh, either way, it is Friday. For many, it's payday, and uh, it is, uh, uh, well, but if you're like me, it's payday, but uh, you get to around and hand it to uh, other people. So <laughs> is it being an adult and paying bills so much fun? Uh, no, it is not. So, But anyway, good morning to Jennifer Honeycutt, Brandy Young, Terry Webb. So appreciate all you watching, and see if there's more than that, uh, pause up in the left-hand corner how many viewers are, are watching so i see there's a lot more watching than that but for whatever reason that's what names are are popping up well for whatever reason there's, there's a couple that's commented obviously but then it shows a few other names on top of that as well so well at this time let's go ahead and do our pledge of allegiance i pledge allegiance to the flag of the united states of america and to the republic for which it stands one nation under god indivisible with liberty and justice for all Alrighty, good stuff. Uh, good morning, Darlene Barker. They uh, on the news, of course. That uh, rarely is anything ever good on the news, but uh, it's talking about how they want to do away with Western capitalism uh, because they found that it is uh, seeped in racism. And, you know, it just amazes me. Uh, it's like I put on Facebook the day Candace Owens had put on there that uh, we don't all need to call them liberals, but call them what they are. They're actually communists who are, uh, of course, I'm paraphrasing. You can go on my uh, Facebook page and read it uh, uh, in verbatim. But basically, they're more or less communists who want to destroy this country. And this all woke cancel culture baloney is just... It's, it's, Destroying us, uh, without a doubt, and every little thing's offensive. I was reading where uh, the the Disney, um, oh, what's the name of it? The original movie was with Catherine Hepburn and uh, um, not Spencer Tracy, but um, I went blank. Casablanca. Um, uh, what is his name? I was with blank on anyway. Where they had the Jungle Cruise, and uh, I think it might be the name of the movie Jungle Cruise. And because uh, the betrayal of tribesmen they felt were racist or some insane thing, that uh, the Disney's going to be changing things around with their newer movie, I think, with The Rock. If I read it right, uh, because they felt like the betrayal was, you know, the sensitivity of so many in our country is just, it's nauseating. If you don't don't like something, and you're canceled, and it's well, really what's going to boil down to is uh, our faith as Christians are going to be under attack because we stand and fly in the face of everything that socialism, communism uh, is for. The Bible is against uh, everything that a liberal is for. The Bible is against. You know, I mean, it's just, uh, it just you know, it's a matter of time they're going to start coming after pastors and trying to uh, close churches and uh, because that uh, that will uh, be a light uh, a beacon in darkness uh, that uh, they want to eliminate 
And, uh, you know, as a pastor, I've told you this before, that I will stand on the whole word of God uh, and I will preach with all my heart and soul what God lays in my heart to preach. I will not uh, compromise on God's word and I don't give a rat's derriere uh, who likes it and who don't like it. I mean, I want to preach and preach uh, the gospel, the truth and love. I don't, my point is not to get out there and, and hurt people or beat them with the Bible. We got enough of that. Uh, good morning, Karen Smith. But, um, but to teach it with love, but I'm not going to compromise on it. And, uh, that's the problem we've got with, uh, our society today is that not enough Christians standing up for what is right and true and not enough pastors willing to do the same. And sadly, there are just not enough pastors out there who even, uh, uh, truly believe the whole word of God and all they're concerned about is getting a fanny in a pew and, uh, and not preaching the whole word. And so our country's in trouble, guys. Uh, if you haven't already noticed, <laughs> you know, uh, we got some lunatics behind the wheel and, uh, uh they're out to destroy us. And our, our country needs prayers more than ever right now. Let's look at our verse this morning. We'll look at Jeremiah 23, 35. And it says, thus shall you say every one to his neighbor, and every one to his brother, what has the Lord answered, and what has the Lord spoken? Again, it's Jeremiah twenty three thirty five. To bring this into uh, context of what we're looking at here, uh, the the Jews of the time uh, they were finding uh, the word of God, uh, well, at least what they had at that point. Obviously, they didn't have the the whole Bible is being written. But uh, but what they did have, they were finding it uh, troublesome, burdensome, cumbersome, and uh, they didn't say they derived the no benefit from God's word, uh, as it were, and so God was pretty much like you know, uh, you know he's you know he if you find it burdensome then you know he's just you need to find, figure out a way to to uh, get past this, understand it. So he is. Uh, uh, trying to explain to them, God's trying to explain to them that it's not burdensome, it's not cumbersome, that they need to come to God with empty and sincere hearts. You know, when I, when I was reading that, um, uh, you know, of course, God wants them to renounce their blasphemies, and they did. They renounced their blasphemies and uh, and prepared themselves to reverently accept and to hear God's word, and, and or some of them did. You know, obviously, you know, you had the Pharisees, Sadducees, who never really... Um, committed they had a, a, a head knowledge but not a heart knowledge but when i was reading this though uh this morning i couldn't help but think uh that i think that's how a lot of people view uh, the bible and view christianity as a whole they all they see uh, particularly those in the world all they see is a book of of rules of do's and don'ts uh you know and uh, we're not allowed to have any fun that is you know they, in reality it goes back to that very thing they find it cumbersome they find it burdensome uh they don't find they're not finding that they derive any good from it but here's the thing you know as christians we know uh, that this is you know of course the acronym i love is basic instructions before leaving earth uh you know we understand that this is uh more than just a mere book written by man that is the inspired inerrant efficient sufficient word of god the uncompromised uh, word of god um and that uh, we need this for us to uh, be encouraged god's love letters to us we need this and it's not about a rules of do's and don'ts i mean look at a few things that of course people don't want to hear but it's just a simple fact whether you like it or not uh you know there's a reason why god says to abstain from marriage 
And, uh, in fact, I was, uh, uh, talking to my daughter a little bit about this yesterday. And, of course, she don't like it. She gets, uh, uh, uncomfortable. And I told her, I said, I know talking to your dad about things like this is uncomfortable and it is awkward. But I got to tell you, there's a reason why God's word says to abstain and to wait till marriage. Sex in and of itself within, uh, the marital, uh, realm is a beautiful, wonderful thing in God's eyes. But, the world has perverted it and and twisted it. Well, that's what Satan does best, does he not? And uh, if you listen to the world standards, uh, oh, you can't abstain. That's impossible. So go ahead. And but see, there's a reason why God's word says that you become one person. And as if you notice, there's a lot of uh, women who stay in abusive relationships. Why? Because they gave themselves to that man. So that there's a tie to that individual. And heaven forbid, if there's a child involved. And it's, it's very, you know, there, there, there's, you know, uh, he'll change. I love him, you know, kind of scenario. That's one reason why you kind of see those types of situations. You can abstain. It is achievable. But the world will tell you that is not. The Bible says uh, uh, to have extramarital relations because guess what? Disease is rampant. Uh, uh, children uh, outside of marriage, fatherless children. I mean, you know, well, even motherless. I hate to, you know, so I guess more prominent today than ever. Uh, then you have uh, uh, homosexuality, which is the one big thing people don't, you know, uh, even pastors, you know, kind of skittish because they don't, you know, uh, they want to be woke. You know, you've got too many uh, hipster pastors out there who just want to be relevant instead of uh, biblically relevant. And, uh, you know, so the God's Word talks about that. Why? Because it destroys families. It creates mental, emotional, spiritual issues, depression, oftentimes suicide. I mean, there's a whole ramification as to why God's Word says do not do this. Not to mention this is an abomination in the sight of God. That if they don't change, they'll be turned over to a depraved mind. And, you know, so that we see why we are not to do those things. Not to murder. Not to steal. Not to kill. It's not, the, God's Word is not a burdensome thing. It's not cumbersome in, in the fact that, oh my gosh, I've got to do this, this, and this. And God's going to accept me. No, we have the free grace of God. See, that's one great thing about God's Word. We don't see other religions you have to attain certain levels of enlightenment other religions and other cults you have to use based on your works your good deeds karma and all these kind of things god's word says no it is a free gift of god there, you you cannot work you cannot earn it buy it uh you know it, it is a free gift all right so we understand that and so that free gift of god it actually frees us from sin so when we see these things god's telling us not to do is for our protection you know, just like any loving parent, you know, my children may not like my rules. You know, like the old saying, uh, you know, many of you growing up may have heard this too. You know, as long as you're in my house, you'll follow my rules uh, kind of situation. But those rules are in place to protect those you love. It's not out of uh, to hurt them. It's not out to control them. It's not out to uh, to be mean. And it is, you know, you just can't allow your kids to run crazy. Well, <laughs> Those with any sense don't. I mean, I say that uh, kind of uh, tongue-in-cheek to a certain extent because you see how the kids running crazy and you see how insane our world is becoming as a result. But the re uh, those with um, parents with some, I don't know, uh, <laughs> have some sense about them, I'll put it that way, uh, you know, they'll say, hey, you know, because... Take, your kid goes out playing the road. Guess what? You're going to get killed. Your kid goes out. It's like my dad said. If you're doing, if you're out past midnight, you're probably doing something you're supposed to be doing. You know, and uh, and there's a lot of truth in that. Uh, you know, there are these things are in place 
so that you can protect. That's what God's trying to do. He's only trying to protect us. He's only trying to help us. He's only trying to watch over us. And so it's not an act of trying to put a, a, a encumber us with burdensome rules and regulations that that we will derive nothing from. God's word is to inspire us, to help us, to encourage us, uh, to, uh, like I said again, it's God's love letters to us so we can see uh, God's direction and how he wants us to live and conduct our lives morally, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, uh, how to serve him, how to please him, how to do what is right and wonderful in his eyes. That's why we have God's word, to understand these things. Now, obviously, there are some things in the Bible that we, it's very difficult to understand. Some of you all throw questions at me that I cannot answer. You know, it's like, holy crap, you, you know, where did you get this question from? You know, so, you know, I may not have the answer to, you know, or I'll try to research and still may not have the answer to. We may not know on the side of heaven. But for the most part, we have God's word to help us and to guide us and to, and to show us uh, his will for our lives. And so I hope that you don't find uh, God's word uh, as a list of do's and don'ts and, and, and I've got to do this. I gotta, because you know what? We're not perfect. Uh, there's none righteous, no, not one. As I was telling my wife the other day, you know, I, or yesterday, actually, I said, I'm fully aware. I feel like I'm aware of every little, of course, the devil helps that, uh, of every little sin that I commit and do. Because the devil wants to wear me down and, and to let me tell me that I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough to be a child of God. I'm not good enough to be a Christian. I'm definitely not good enough to be a pastor. And he just wants to waylay me and just beat me, beat me, and beat me. And it just feel like, you know, I just want to just throw up my hands and be like, you know what? I just want a nine to five job. I don't, you know, and that's one of why a lot of pastors lead the ministry. They get tired of the attacks. They get tired of the assaults. They get tired of the, you know, it's not just you, it's your family. And, and, you know, they just say, you know what? no more and they go right and go and find them a regular uh, nine to five job because being a pastor is 24 7 you know and uh and i can understand that it is tough it is not easy and i uh, uh just sitting here this morning i, I feel uh, very small uh to be even uh d discussing uh, the things of God because I'm fully aware of my sins and how I mess up on a daily basis. And all I can do, just like you, is ask the Lord to, I come to him humbly and ask the Lord to forgive me. And all I can do is try to do better today and as I, than I did yesterday. And uh, I may sign off here and sin and mess up. <laughs> so, you know, but uh, the goal is to try to live for the Lord. And so um, we need to cherish. You know, that's one thing. Uh, I hope that you cherish god's word i hope that you love god's word that you're hiding it in your heart you know uh, one video i'm sure you all have seen and it touches my heart it gets me choked up every time i see it is that uh you know in china they are uh, very strict you can't have uh, in fact uh, there's people just here within the last year or so who were arrested for having a christian funeral they were arrested but it showed them uh, a pallet of bibles was delivered to them and they were ripping that plastic open and they were grabbing those bibles as fast as they could and the smiles on their faces and literally hugging god's word uh it is um it, it gets me choked up when i watch that and i hope that you are as excited as those individuals are you know i think sometimes as christians we take for granted that we're able to hold God's word in our in our hands. There's a lot of people uh, that uh, would love love to be able to hold uh, this Bible, not this specific Bible, but the Bible in general. Love to be able to hold the Bible, and it's banned. And people have to meet in secret. 
and uh, we have the opportunity to go to church anytime we want to. You have the opportunity to sit here and uh, watch this devotion. And don't take for granted what we have. Uh, the way our government is spiraling out of control, it wouldn't take much at all for them to start uh, condemning and banning things. Because, hey, this does not go with woke culture. And do you understand that? They don't go with woke culture. They could consider this racist. They could consider this uh, an enemy of the state very, very easily. I'm not saying they will. I'm not saying they won't. But I'm just telling you. So uh, enjoy God's word. You know, there, this is the bread of life for a reason. There's a lot of anemic Christians out there, a lot of anorexic Christians out there. We need the bread of life, my friends, and we need to, uh, our spirits are starving, spiritually starving for the things of God's word. So I hope that you're hungry for it every day and that you can't wait to devour the things of God. Be excited. Don't look at it as cumbersome. Don't look at it as burdensome. Look at it as God's love to help us and to show us to, and, the, to, and to point us in the right direction so that we can serve him wholeheartedly with heart, soul, mind, body, and being. Let us pray. Dear Father, Lord, we just thank you, love you, and praise you. Uh, Lord, thank you so much for this wonderful day. Thank you so much for this uh, morning's teaching and message. Lord, help us uh, to serve you well. Help us to hide your word in our heart. Help us to read it eagerly and excitedly each and every day. Lord, let us uh, love you and serve you and grow in spirit and mind and being. Lord, help us, Lord Jesus, each and every day to be on fire for you, to be excited for the things of Christ Jesus. And Lord, for someone watching this morning that doesn't know you, let him pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Lord, I do pray for our nation. Lord, and I pray for our nation's leaders, our president, our vice president. They'll come to know you before it's too late. Lord, I do want to lift up uh, our uh, sister in Christ, Becky Hooks. I saw where her mother passed away last night. She'll give her peace and comfort. Uh, very during this very difficult time. Same thing with Brenda Lynch with the loss of her sister and aunt. Lord, I do pray for Ron Thompson. I do pray for Roger Winters. Uh, I pray for Wendy Lee and Kim Penix and Ginger Hood and Troy and Linda David Feathers. Lord, I do pray for Jane Kitchings and Larry and Donna Knight and Donnie Cutshaw and uh, so many others, Lord. I see offering up prayer concerns requests uh, throughout the day on social media. Lord, you know the hearts and minds of those individuals and your will be done in each and every situation. Lord, I do pray that you will bless our Car and Bike Show weekend with good weather and good turnout and everybody will have some fun and fellowship and be able to lead uh, people to the Lord. And that's what it's about. And Lord, uh, just be with us this day. And lead God to protect us till we meet again. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. All right, my friends, just a quick reminder. Uh, don't forget now, like I said, this uh, Saturday is our... Uh, tomorrow, rather, is our Car Bike Show weekend. If you uh, want to set up and sell yard sale items, uh, it's no cost. You can be responsible for your own cha table, chairs, tents, that sort of thing. It don't cost you anything. Everything that you uh, sell, you keep. We're not asking you to donate a penny. Don't want it. Uh, so uh, that's, that starts about around 8 a.m. Uh, most people get there. That's why I get there about 6.30, 7 o'clock because that's when most people are pulling in and Want to set up early, and because most people, of course, all you ladies, uh, maybe a few men are into yard sales, uh, but well, usually like to come early in the morning and look at things. So it usually kicks off around eight. 
Uh, then the actual car and bike show itself, it starts at 10 a.m. Uh, it is, does it cost nothing to enter? Uh, and in fact, if you, what, if you enter a car or bike, your name's put in for a drawing uh, for cash prizes. So I definitely want to be a part of that. It has to be a, a vehicle of vintage origin. <laughs> I don't want to see any, uh, 2021 Tahoes out there saying, well, Matt said if I entered, I get to win money. So you get my point. And then, uh, don't forget 1030 a.m. Sunday morning. Remember, we will be at Daniel Boone High School. So we'll be meeting there on the grounds of Daniel Boone in the little theater. Good seating, cool auditorium. Uh, praise team be singing. Uh, Dr. V going to be bringing the morning message and no evening services because of Everything we've got going on, uh, there won't be in. Plus, it's Father's Day weekend, and all people uh, out and about and um, celebrating that as well. So, so be sure to make plans. Free, don't cost you anything. We'll have uh, food. We'll have inflatables uh, 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 for the kids. Uh, so, it's going to be a great time. So, we'll definitely come on out. We'd love to have you. It's something fun for the family to come out and, and check out. So, be sure to do that. So, anyway, I hope everybody has a great day today, a fantabulous day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last. Why? Because one day it will be. <laughs> Thanks for watching, and God bless.